What up, world? Welcome to the Fives of the Week podcast, episode 11. We are discussing legacy traits today. We are down one, but regardless, it's your boy Philly. Grandmaster B. And Hollywood. All right. Remember to hit us at Fives of the Week podcast at gmail.com. Also on Instagram and on Facebook. Yeah, so unfortunately, Just James couldn't be with us today. This dude's working mad crazy hours. Had a that little number love, Jesse, for you, baby. We miss you, dude. Yes, sir. Getting you back love. here soon. Yeah. We'll be back together next weekend for sure. So absolutely, man. So what up, everybody? Hollywood, how's your week, man? Oh, not bad, man. Um, long week, worked. Um, seven days. Uh, not bad. Seven day work week, huh? Yes. Grandmaster, how was your week? Well, I had a four day work week, and it felt like I worked. All of seven in a row. You know, yeah. you know what? Sometimes you get the short work weeks; they turn out to be worse than the freaking uh, the the regular work week. Oh, but it I was busy, you. man. Weather was good. I mean, it's been nice and sunny, hot. We're in some weird ass weather right now, man. But I'm digging it. Yeah, I mean, we all have pools. I'm sure we enjoyed that a little bit. I mean, weather oh, yeah, was freaking absolutely. crazy. So oh, fall asleep in the night, mate. You fell asleep, did you? Did you? Under the sunlight. Don't get too uh, too much sun, Hollywood. That's not good for you, man. You got it, Master B. You're already looking Dominican. You look like you're from Cuba, man. Cuba, man. Cuba. I just want to go to play baseball. Yes. <laughs> I like to hit. I like to hit big puppy. I want to hit the ball, man. I hit the ball. In, hey. Absolutely, man. That's oh, baseball. Baseball puppy. What about you, Philly? How about how was yeah, your week, know. man? Oh, well, you're you asking us. So how about kind. we ask you now, man? Well, you know, a little, little up and down, but I was yeah. off work this week, you know, so got a lot of stuff done. Painted a little bit. Um, got a little housework done. Uh, shout out to my brother who graduated high school. Yeah. You know, Drew, good uh, job, baby. Good yeah, job. Good job, little Drew. Very cool. Uh, I had a bachelor party last night, so you can hear a little rasp in my voice. It's all right, man. I tipped the ball a little bit too much last night, mate. You stay away from that Patron, I tell you. <laughs> did you go out <laughs> clubbing? We did. We went downtown. Let me tell you about downtown. It tell was like a freaking Super Bowl down there. You talking about the Grand River? You talking about the downtown <laughs> bar? <laughs> talking about that video you showed me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, that's going to be a good one. I'm going to tell you. Have you ever made love to a woman in that, those bathrooms? <laughs> you didn't do anything stupid, did you? No, I didn't I didn't eat butt on the street. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. You see that one you that was, that was terrible, Kitty. Absolutely, absolutely oh, terrible. Let me tell you something. I love weed, okay? I love it. There ain't nothing wrong with that weed now, I'm tell you. But not as much as I love pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are great. Oh, I love it, man. Well, let's get in, uh let's get into the fives. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's do uh, that. Right. Number one. <laughs> Start off with it, man. Grandmaster, let's get it. All right. So we're gonna do the fives. We're doing legacy. So um I don't know. I kinda didn't do these in any particular order, but um my number one legacy I want to be remembered for is being a good father. Absolutely. Um, you know, I help bring life into the world, and I believe it, it was, it's my ultimate duty to love, support, mentor, teach, guide my children how to grow. Um, you know, uh, with a good father figure that's there and helps them navigate through all stages of life. You want to turn that shit off? Yes, I'm in a yeah. deep conversation yeah. over here. <laughs> I'm Brian Fellows. Sorry, no, B. you're good, man. Uh, no, that's good. <laughs> it's like when you go to church, Hollywood, they say, now turn off all your cell phones and silence everything. Not this guy. Just, I remember my first time. This guy. But um, <laughs> all right, back to my uh, number one legacy is to be a good father. But yeah, I mean, to guide my children to grow up uh, with a good father figure, 
always was an important thing for me to, you know, navigate them through all the things in life. Be sure to pass along life skills, principles, and values. I know that's a little deep, but um, I don't know, man. That's like a big deal to me, man. If I'm going to be remembered, I want to be remembered as a good good father, good dad. And you know what, B? Uh, I, I think we kind of all got that. I mean, I got that down as one of my things, too, is uh, about being a dad. Uh, am I perfect in my world? Yeah. But I know that. What? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, you know, have them come my way. I'd love to talk to them about your bullshit. No, but yeah, that, that's a that's a that's a very good trait, very very good trait. And I know you're a good man and pops and everything like that. So I mean, that that's a very good one. That's one of mine too. Yeah, no, it's on my list too. I mean, uh, it's just very important to me. Um, always being there, you know, teaching another life accountability and showing them the ropes and just having that guidance, you know, is is super important. And uh, there's no greater gift than being a father, I feel class like. Class on, class on, man. I Absolutely. Mean, you've done a great job. No, I appreciate it, and you guys yeah. as well. Thank you. And, you know, we will continue to do so, because as we know, life continues to evolve every day, and you just got to continue to learn, continue to get better, and, and continue to, to help guide these these guys in this crazy world that we and live we in. We don't mind doing it. No. We enjoy no, it. Not and at not all. not just to our own children. We're fathers to many children. You know, unfortunately, some people don't have that in their life and yeah so we're not just ours but others and we touch them in a special way as far as you know looking up to a peer of a father figure like that yeah and that's very good very important no and it comes in you know all different shapes and sizes like in my next one we can get into that a little are, bit more but go are ahead. we on to so we're we, all in agreement we all picked it as number one so yeah. we're yeah we're think, moving on yeah when we're gone we want to be remembered as good fathers all right yeah, so great. Uh, number two all right, so um, next one I had was to be a good son. Um, I always felt it's important to honor my mother and my father as a son. Um, I always wanted to make my parents proud of me. Um, I was respectful to what my parents did for me and taught me. Um, I always wanted to you know, exceed some of their expectations. I don't mm. know if that seems kind of weird, but um, you know, growing up, I always didn't agree 100% with some of the rules and what you know my dad laid down is the law in his way, but, um, I know now it was teaching me something, but, um, you know, a legacy that I would like to leave behind is that I was a good son as well. And you were a good son. You copied off my damn paper. Did, uh, did, did you put that down? Seriously? Did you put it down? I got something like that. Wow. That's very cool, that's man. Awesome. So, um, no, that's a great one. Yeah. Great minds think alike. Absolutely, mate. So that's, so that would have been your second, too. That's in, in some type of form like that, yeah. Yeah, man, okay. we're going to knock this top five out pretty damn quick here. Yeah, man. Well, that's a good one. I'm going with uh, to be remembered as a good coach, you know, just as somebody that was there, you know, whatever void I could fill. You know, as a coach, you wear many hats. You know, you have to be a friend, yes. a mentor, father figure. Um, and, and I always – it goes deeper than just the game on the field. You know what I mean? Because there's so many – um, different things that, that go into life. And sometimes this is kids' out, outlets. You know, those two hours that they're at practice or they're at that game, that's the release from whatever they may be dealing with at home. And even as a coach, it is too. You know what I mean? To be able to be there and be impactful and, and help them, them through and, and almost help each other. Um, so it's a great thing. I just I hope that when I'm done, that's something that people will look back on and be like, yeah, that dude gave us all. You know, he was there. He had my kids back 110%. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm not 
the biggest and best X's and O's guy. I love the game, and I always try to get better. You've got passion for it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, definitely. Um, would you think that you would go down more as the uh, legacy of Bill Belichick or uh, Vince Lombardi? <laughs> Damn, that's tough. I don't know. I, I define myself as more of a player's coach, though. Jim Schwartz? <sighs> I mean... <laughs> You're bad. Yeah. I, I know I'm not taking anything from what you're saying, but I think because you're going to impact so many people in a different way outside yeah. of being the father or the son coaching. That's actually a really good income to that's think awesome. about it because there's generations that, I mean, there's multiple people at this point because mm. you're going to coach some of these kids three, four years or a couple years at a time till they move on to the varsity or whatever, but you're, you're going to make impact with them all this time yeah and they're going to remember that I, yeah, I think you know i mean uh hollywood you and i we played at the same school um and we remember the coach for who he was and what he taught yes, us in absolutely. so many different ways and fast forward years later we're still talking about what yes. it meant to us right so that's a really really good one phil well, no, i like thanks. that and uh, when i was at your house we talked about your buddy and you asked him like why do you do this so long that's right and yeah. he was talking about how rewarding it is and gratifying yeah you my know buddy that? jason yeah he's a he's a varsity uh coach uh, head coach and and it was one of those conversations i'm like jay you've been doing this for so long but mm -hmm. why do you do it yeah and you know he says i just got a passion to teach people and he says i love the rewards i get because it's not about wins and losses but yeah. you know, sometimes it's just developing people. Where's he? Is that Jason Hand? Jason Hand. Yes, yeah. yes, very yeah. good. Now, speaking on that, coming from a very great pedigree. Yes, his father was one of the best coaches. Be can yeah go from that. He, your father played underneath him. Uncle Ricardo, everybody, all of us as a family played under that man. Yeah, and we've taken even some of my coaching abilities. I took from Mister Hand. I mean, the guy was a legend, man, in my book. Yeah, yeah. matter of fact, uh, the baseball field that um, what's in, in uh, Roseville Sports over there, they mm -hmm. actually named one of the baseball fields after Mr. Hand. After Mr. Hand. Yes. So, and his son was, you know, one of these, he was, he gravitated. He was definitely, he loved his father like most yes. of us do. Jason and Frank, yeah, absolutely. And And he just, he became, um, you know exactly like what he's his dad, dad all over. he's all over he's, he's amazing same way so. and his son's a great ball player yeah he's that's like his dad yeah he's actually playing college ball right now but that uh philly that's a really good one i yes, like it yes yeah glad you guys dig it so uh what hollywood you got to go at your number two right yeah now on my my number two is uh you know with the with like the whole coaching thing how we, we got like that would that would be as I'll go down as one day when I'm gone, that they could come talk. I'll always be coach. Mm -hmm. Okay. I see these kids graduate now. I send them on the Facebook. I'm so proud of you. They're going to college play ball. I did my job and I continue to do my job as a coach in every day in life. Yeah, you know, and like we talked about too, it's like when you see them in the store, you see them out and about, you know, yes, you make you develop those relationships with hey, the coach, parents, hey, friends that's forever. What comes out of their mouth. Yeah, yeah, yep, and they still yeah. reach out and talk yes. to you. So yeah, if they didn't like you and you weren't you weren't any good, they're not going to speak to you. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, I hear horror stories about a lot of these coaches, and it's just I see the passion that we have in us and we learn from good people that gave us because we ain't always had great coaches, but you see it. But I got another one. Um, to me, um. Sorry, my legacy, winning spirit, and my drive and my passion mm. of everything that I put into it. 
You know what I'm saying? For me, I want to leave that legacy behind. Have that passion and drive. Yeah. And no matter what you do. It's important. That's yeah. a big part of me. Mm-hmm. I always put my heart into everything that I do. Yeah. And that's very important to me. That's good. I like that one a yeah. lot, too. You got to have purpose, man. Yes, Master B. We, uh, we moving on? Oh, number three. <laughs> All right. So um, my number three I put down here is to be a good husband, um, to do the best at showing love, providing and making sure that my partner has security. I always felt like that's kind of a man's job, you mm. know? I mean, I didn't marry into, like, a lawyer or a doctor or anything like that. Irregardless, I still would think that's still a big part of who – you know, I want to be, um, being supportive, good communication, uh, sharing my faith in our life's journeys together. We know we had some pretty good conversations just recently about this, about yep. faith and how important that plays a role in a relationship in life. Um, you know, just be a good husband, man. You got to work as a team and expect each other, you know, we're going to have our faults. I mean, I have a ton of them, you know, and I mean, that's just like part of just growing into the whole relationship. But one of those legacies I like to be known for is, you know, I was a good husband, you know. Um, and this, you know, this isn't a downer episode. We're talking about legacies. This is a stuff we want to be remembered for, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I certainly want to be, you know, you know, a lot of women will say, oh, he's a freaking dick. You know, I never liked that guy. It could I don't be know, on I the other line going, he's hot. Right, Master right, B is hot. Right. No, yeah, but I look at, you know, it's like one of those things, man, I just want to say that, you know, when my days are done. I want to be remembered as a good husband. You know, Absolutely. somebody have made a lot of mistakes. I've made a lot of fuck ups and you know, in the time I've been together, but you know what? She stays behind me. I stay behind her right or wrong. You just got to plow through it and good work woman. it out, man. Good man. Absolutely. Yep. Well, and, and it shows, you know? Yep. Thank you. That's uh, awesome. How about you, Philly? Uh, I think we're going back around Hollywood. Oh, Did you Hollywood. do three yet or? Uh, no, not yet. It, you're on two or three. Okay. We'll kick it this way. All right. I just want to be known, I feel like this is a really good trait of mine, is being a good listener. I think a lot of times we all just want to talk about what, what we're going through and shit like that. Um, I think sometimes it just, it, it, it's good for other people to just get shit off their chest. You know what I mean? So I think that I've been able to do that for family and friends over my almost 35 years here. I'll continue to do that. You know, just be a platform for people to spit ideas off and, um, you know, just talk about life and what they're going through, you know. And we all need to vent sometimes. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Myself included, you know, because I'm a guy that kind of holds things close to the vest. But it's better, and I've learned as I get older, it's better to get that kind of stuff off your chest so nothing festers and you don't have – you don't end up saying stuff you don't mean. Right. um, Things like that. So it just – yeah, I'll go down. I think I, I will be remembered as a good listener. So that's important. Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely y- You know, um, you know, <laughs> when I think of a good listener, I think of Brett Favre. <laughs> but all kidding aside, dude, I, I've taken these training classes throughout the years doing what I'm doing. And um, one of the instructors said that a good trait of a person is a person has an 80-20 rule. And... He eased into this whole 80-20 rule. Fast forward, it was 80% listening, 20% talking. So when you want to get to know people or get to understand who they are, I mean, I like to talk a lot, obviously, but if I'm listening more than I'm talking, I'm going to understand that person and everything about them much better. And then you form more of a better, wiser opinion of people. And like you just said, listening, a lot of people don't do enough of that. A lot of people want to yeah, 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 yeah. They want to talk over everything. 
and you didn't hear anything I just said, and that person's kind of offended if you're not actually listening to what they're trying to tell you. Right, wrong, or indifferent. It could be good, it could be bad, but 80 per, you got to listen a little bit more. And that's one of those things I catch myself doing sometimes because I always want to be in the conversation. Sometimes you just got to shut your pie hole and let that person talk. But listening is a, is a it's like you got to master that, right? I've learned a lot. Be exactly what you said listening. Yeah. You learn a lot more, take it in. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to get my point across. You know, and I, I, I just, what you're saying, but this. Right or wrong, listen what they got to say, mm-hmm. and then form your opinion after that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, look what we're doing. We're doing a podcast. So obviously, we all love to talk. Right? Absolutely, right. So, man. You know, <laughs> what's really weird about what we're doing right now? This is kind of going to go into my, like my last two in a certain way. Something you said, Hollywood, and something you said, Philly. But um, yeah, I mean, let's let's keep going because it's actually really good dialogue. You're in. A, we're still on three, right? Yeah, going yeah, on, so going kick, on, three. kicking it back we're over on here to Hollywood. To Hollywood. I would say one of my traits, uh, my humor. I love to be humorous. You know what I mean? I'd rather be humorous, you know, cracking jokes, this and that. You know, always making people smile. Make, you know what I mean? Not to I'm be funny, like the I'm funny, like I'm yeah, a clown. Funny. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so oh, funny about that. me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Shout out to my boy I, I, Christian. He looks just like Joe Pesci. Does oh, he really? <laughs> You know, and at the end of the day, you don't know how many people's lives you touch. You don't know what people are thinking every single day you come across. And you may just say, good morning, how you doing? Hey, you look great. Yeah. And that just jumps off just, you know, oh, well, thank you. You know, you just upstart a day, you know what I mean? So my humor is just, oh, my I'm God. I'm cracking jokes and shit, you know. You're incredible. That's, one, that's another one of mine. <laughs> yeah. My humor. No, that's a good one, man. I mean, you got to love to laugh. And we talked about this, I think, last weekend, talked about how laughing is so therapeutic and it's oh medicine gosh. yeah so if you're able to do that for somebody and, and make them laugh and make them smile that, that's actually on my list too not to jump ahead but um it's just something that we talked about also on another episode it's not about you're not gonna remember what you said it's it's about how you make people feel yes you yeah. know what i mean so when you're around people you're able to laugh and joke that's why i love getting with you guys once a week to do this thing is because we usually laugh our asses off and yeah yeah man I, you know we're all we're all a bunch of goofballs in our in our own yeah, way man. we all have our own individual sense mm-hmm. of humor so how we do things and the way we do it they're all a little bit different but man we feed off of that yes. and, and yes you know you can have <laughs> you could have people in a room and have you ever been into like a like a place where people are just really bound up real tight and they're just like really and then, so, so, <laughs> and then someone starts to loosen up the crowd maybe you know starts laughing or talking and all of a sudden all of a sudden everyone else is starting to talk yeah. again because you get into those places where some people are just too too tight Absolutely. man it's like loosen up a little bit yeah, man for sure so i think it's important to have and laughter, see master man. b you're one of them guys see we, we got a lot of similarities where you could break that up you could come into a crowd like that and just yeah. break that up immediately yeah I mean, I'm not about, I like, I know when there's a time to be serious, but I'm also like, man, I'm, I like to screw off just as much as anybody. I Mm -hmm. still, I still think I'm still stuck in my, you know, mindset of an 18 year old some days. You're stuck in the eighties, ain't you? Yeah, very much. I like MTV, man. I'm a big fan. They doing videos still or no? Never lose your inner child though. Never, dude. Great, great point, Philly. Never lose that, man. Mm -hmm. That's um, great. I'm gonna clown around to the day I die. Hell Absolutely. yeah, man! You so have to. that's it's a good. that's a great one, Hollywood. So here here we go. We're on to number four. Oh, here we are, man. Yeah. So I put 
I put competitive down, man. Uh, one of my nice. legacies, um, I love the sense of accomplishment, man. Um, I like to measure my progress. I've always been that kind of person, uh, whether it's learning how to do things. Um, I know, you know, uh, nothing about certain things, but I mean, I want to, I want to win, um, whether it's winning work incentives, uh, winning a trip or making more money. Um, I love to cook. I'm not, I, I never was a good cook, but I, I grew up in a family with, uh, you know, Polish grandmother and she was always cooking and she probably couldn't really read a recipe card, but she was a scrap cook, but she was a good cook. Awesome. So I, mm -hmm. I grew up, you know, tasting her foods and go, Oh man, grandma's food's so good. And so I learned to cook and I, you know, I, I enjoy that. I like the challenge of making something like of a recipe and having a wow factor. Hot so so I take Tell that. Tell me how to Yeah, that. man. Dude, I'm all about competitiveness, man. <laughs> yes. So, I, I mean, that kind of flows into to my way of just doing things, man. I always like to want to have a sense of accomplishment, man. Yeah. So, you know, people look up to, I mean, like we see winners in sports and different, you know, things in life. Someone maybe that, you know, fought back from cancer or something like that. Those are heroes. Yes. You know, those are the people that fought back and never gave up. Yeah. A sense of accomplishment. So that's how I want to leave a legacy behind is never give up. Yeah. Right? That's great. So that's, that's one great, of them. That's That's part of being a man is that competitive Absolutely. fighting spirit. You know, Absolutely, like, dude. Don't you think, we talked about this before, about sports and how that helps you in life oh, in every aspect. Man, does it ever. You Hell want to yeah. be competitive in everything. Like, man. With its women, housework, man. I want my lawn to Titus on the block, mm -hmm. man. Thinking that women, man. Yeah, Hollywood, I know Not you about that, man. Yeah, you know I see a lot of them in the bar, man. Yeah. <laughs> in the bar. In the bar. Yes. In the bar. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Well, uh, since I'm going to throw a bonus in there since we already agreed on the smile. But I like to I like to be known to build people up. Nothing you know wrong I mean? with that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Nothing um, wrong with that. I was actually, I got an Uber last night, you know, and I was talking to this chick, and uh, she was... Like, down herself about stuff. She's about to have a baby, and she's younger, and she's asking me a bunch of questions, you know what I mean? I was just trying to put her up on game, and she's like, oh, my God. She's like, I really feel better about the situation. Thank you so much for talking ain't to me. Ain't that something? And I, I don't know. I just, I like doing that, man. Yeah, ain't no If I could help man. somebody, again, goes back to that whole smile thing, but there's people, you never know. Like, you can talk about that story you just had, because that was awesome. Because, I mean, that, that's what I'm talking about. You can get, help somebody totally switch their day around. Just 100%, warming. you know, that's, uh, that's a big deal, man. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We all need that. You know, not, not getting told you're fat on a Monday. You know what right. I mean? Well, you're right. not looking fat, I tell you, mate. <laughs> right. You look Talk pretty lean. Cheap, motherfucker! <laughs> and she's home eating cookies. <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. Ever. How dare you say that about Philly, you bitch? <laughs> hey, now. Nah. God damn it. Damn it. All right, Hollywood. So uh, what you got for, but I got my, my, this is my fourth one. I tend to work for me, and I try to um, give back in life. But to put God first mm. over me, and I've learned this throughout years. Like I said, I wasn't the, not a religious person. I don't come try putting stuff on people. I know what works for me and things that's changed in my life. Sure. And I always have to be thankful to him first. Yeah. Or, you know, there's no me. There's no Hollywood. There's no this and that. So I have to be thankful, and I put him first. And, every, and things that I can't handle, um, I give it to him. <laughs> and that, that's, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's good, though. I mean, I think it's important for everybody to have their own, their own relationship with God, you yes. know what I mean, and it and it comes in different shapes and sizes. Yep. 
different sample sizes. Um, you know, I go before I go to bed, I say a prayer every night. If I had a good day, bad day, great day. You know what I mean? I think that's important just to stay level with it. And uh, you know, keep your spirits up and stay on solid ground, man. Yeah, so. get you through, I mean, through the days and stuff like that. And you know, just giving back in life. And I'm never gonna put on somebody, hey, you should believe this and that. Believe what you want. Yeah, I know what I do, and that's one of my traits that I've got later on in life. And you know, it's just it's it's amazing. It it, it works out for me. Yeah, it's good. You know, and yeah. I don't want to be one of them. That, you know, when your days, like B said earlier. You know, people get in trouble. The first one, hey, God, I, I need you now. Can you mm. accept all these prayers and blah, blah, this and that? No, Absolutely. I don't want to be that person. You know, I'm right there with you, yes, Hollywood, yes. Philly. I, you know, it's not quirky for a man or anybody to admit that they pray. I, I pray in the morning. I pray at night. I know that as much as sinning as I do, the swearing and all the crazy you stuff sinner. that we're doing. <laughs> we're, we're always doing dumb stuff, but uh, to have faith. Um, you know that's just as important as you know your health, uh, being a being a good father, son, husband, whatever. Uh, it's just as important to have um, you know these beliefs, and I do believe that 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 helps a lot of people because sometimes when we're down and out, who do we go to? Mm. Who do we want to talk to? You know, it's like God, please, you know. And just like you say, you're you're in a bad situation, and things happen mysteriously sometimes, you know, so I think that's really important. I, I mean, I go to church every Sunday. If I don't go Sunday, it's Saturday, but um, I need that in my life because it, it, it grounds me. You know, it brings me back to a point where of all the crazy that goes on in this everyday world, we still need something like that in our life. And I think yeah. a lot of young people have gotten, I mean, I don't see enough young people doing that, you know, and um, you know, we all wear crosses on our necks because we believe, right? Yes. We believe. And I think that's really important. So, um, you know, um, Hollywood, I think that's a really good one. And, um, I mean, that's that's really important stuff right there, man. Yeah, it is. And you see, if we look around and we see all over the world, all these churches closing down, beautiful churches and stuff. Yeah. Just because the way the new generation thing is, it, nobody goes. They yeah. don't care. They no, don't want to get back. No, I think it's it, religion has become so taboo, almost mm -hmm. like politics in a sense where, People don't talk about it enough because it yep. might offend somebody. Yep. Yep. You know, it's each their own. However you want to, there's good and bad everything, man. Absolutely. So yeah. I think if, if as long as you have some belief and purpose, man, I think you're on the right track. Absolutely. She's not a Christian! You don't want a woman that's not a Christian, man. No. But that's, uh, that's, that's really good, important. Uh, I believe in that wholeheartedly, man. So that's a really good one. So we're we're moving on already, right? We're man, yes, these are going fast, right? Number yeah. five. All right, so I mean, we've kind of already talked about it. Um, my my legacy, another one of mine, are to be a good overall person, not just to my wife, my kids, but to my sister, my nephews, my friends, strangers. Um, I think uh, Phil, you mentioned that. Um, sometimes it's something like getting in a cab or getting in an Uber with somebody. You know, and just making their day a little bit better. I mean, that was right here on my list. Uh, and again, to be sure to laugh. Always take a genuine interest in someone to let them know they are important. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You know, if you take a genuine interest in somebody and don't kind of come across as like, yeah, yeah, he's just kind of going through the motions. But, you know, if you tell me some of your hobbies and uh, there's no, I don't know if too many people know this, but, you know, Hollywood likes to knit. 
but he doesn't talk about it that much. I mean, I'm a damn knitter, boy. I tell you, <laughs> them damn socks. I so made. Uh, how do you do that? Uh, what's uh, what's the technique with those needles and whatnot? He started because he kept busting this a hole through the seams a of his dress. Fruity over here, but no, I mean, you know, it's like take a genuine interest in people sometimes because that leaves that leaves an impactful. Uh, you know, it just is there something about that? If you know, if I had a conversation with, you know, Philly, and and I was talking about something totally off the wall, but he was asking me the right questions and understanding, and digging deep into what you know what I'm really talking about, that would make me feel like he's really really cares. Even if he doesn't, it's still going to make me feel right. Right, right. So I think that's important that we take a genuine interest in people sometimes. Yeah, well, give him that example that you told us earlier, man. I think that was that was a good one. Uh, which at, one? at uh at the memorial. Yeah, so um, uh, yeah, we went good. and paid homage to my dad. My my father recently passed away, God rest his soul, and uh, it was Memorial Weekend, and my mom wanted to go back to the uh, Veterans uh, Cemetery to look at all the you know flags that were out on display, and and we wanted to pay uh, you know homage to to my father. And uh, there was a lady that showed up with a pot and a flower in it, and she sat it down in front of a tomb. And we were sitting on a bench, and we watched her, and uh, she, you know, put her hand up to the, the tomb, and she just started crying. You know, she was really, you know, emotional. And um, I just felt compelled I had to go over there and see her and, and, and comfort her some way. Mm -hmm. And I did. And I went over to her, and I put my arm on her, you know, shoulder. You know, we're in this, still in this COVID thing, so I felt it may have been a little odd for her. But my natural instinct was to give her a hug. And she, she gave me the, the tightest hug. And what she did is after I gave her this hug, she looked me in the eye and she goes, you know, Alan was a person who always hugged me, mm. you know? And um, she goes, this means more than you'll know. And I like gave her something that she really needed at the time. And um, I also took a picture of her and I sent her this picture via email because she gave me her email. She wrote me this beautiful email about saying how touching it was. Just awesome. out of nowhere like that. For that to happen, she felt like he was there. And I, here I am, a complete stranger, had none of this stuff planned in my day. I just was in the right place at the right time. God put me there for a reason, is what she told me. Yeah, no, it's impactful. Yeah. yeah. And, so, and, you know, two people grieving come together and don't even know each other. Yeah, yeah. and she's... Uh, Amazing. I mean, yep. she, you know, just, she was touched by it. So was I. So it was, it was kind of an emotional thing. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. man. Good yeah. job, B. Good job, man. Yeah, that's great. Um, so my last one is uh, just being a good family member. I want to be remembered as a, a as a family man, a guy that will will show all his cards, man, and and just try to put it all on the table, right, wrong, or indifferent. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I just, you know, I got unfortunate to have both sides of the family here tonight with me. Yeah. Um, still missing James, but you know, it's we all miss good. You, James. But look, and, and family comes in. All different sizes. I consider him family too. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like family. Like Josh, he was like a brother oh, that's, to me. Uh, James, the bass player, man. Family, man. That's what I'm saying. Like James, the bass player. <laughs> it's not all about like the the time. It's about the quality. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and people that you meet and you consider those people family too. But I think my family would agree that, you know, that's that's a big part of me. Yeah. And oh, I just yeah. enjoy the times, oh, yeah. the get-togethers, and you know, I try to be a good host and things like that. And I just. I love when everyone's together having a good time. Philly, man. it's noticeable, too, because um, your aunt, myself, even talk about this, is that you can tell certain people love to have people around. Yeah. And we identified that early on with you. Yeah. I never told you this, but the truth is that we did. I said, you know, the way he goes about things, he's you just nailed one of them, a good host. He's, you know, doesn't mind people coming by. It's important to you that you have 
friends, family around all the time. And that's, that's really a big part of our life, man. Without each other, you know, sometimes it would just be really empty, man. You yeah. know, if it's, it's, we need that. Well, it goes back to your point about just being nice to people and picking them up because you never know yeah. what they're going through because yeah. that depression stuff, it's all real, man. Yeah, oh yeah, man. Sure. Everybody I think has gone through it. I oh, mean, yeah. I'll admit that I've gone through it. There's yeah. times where I still think I have parts of that, you know, to deal with, especially losing a loved one and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we go down and struggle sometimes and we, we're, we feel like we're just climbing this sand hill and we're just keep going backwards and sometimes it's really important that we realize that there's going to be light at the end of that tunnel absolutely we're going to see the light but you know it's just how you persevere and how you continue to move forward and sometimes it's the pick-me-ups that you need an uncle or a a close friend or somebody to give you that encouragement Mm -hmm. that's such an important big deal man no absolutely yeah and i just i think back to I used to be really introverted back in the day. You know, you remember me growing up. I was pretty quiet, yeah, shy. Yeah, you were kind yeah. of a shy guy, but, I mean, I think you've converted. I mean, I'm a fucking beast. Yes, you are. <laughs> you are a beast. <laughs> I am a monster. Yeah, but, and then, I don't know, you kind of get out of your shell a little bit. You kind of figure out things about life and who you want to be. And um, Yeah, you're finding out about yourself, who I, you really are. That's why, yeah, I got into sports, got into music. Like, whoever thought I would have been on stage in front of 500 people or, Amazing. you know, yeah. leading teams and things like that. That lit you know? my heart up watching you rap for the first time, going, man, that's family. That's my blood. Look at him, man. He's doing something yeah. I, I could never do. Mm. You know what I mean? Look, and he just effortlessly, man. It was a lot of fun. He's a Latino, he's the Latino uh, Marshall Mathers, man. He uh, is. Yes. Fucking use this whole goddamn jar of fucking mayonnaise. <laughs> Beast. <laughs> oh, man. A lot, lot of good times, man. I'm that's glad I could absolutely. share that with family, too. Oh, yeah. So. That's good. Very, very special. All right. Uh, swing it back around. Round it out. Yeah, this is my fifth. And, you know, kind of what you're talking about, family is very, very important to me. I love them. I do anything for my family. But I would that number 11, legacy will carry on to grandchildren. If that's what they choose, that that number so, it goes so deep, you know, with family and, and my brothers, um, all my brothers, we had that number through high school, younger, basketball, baseball, football, and it co- continues on to their children. Right. And then your son, and it just keeps going and going, and that's that's one big legacy that I wish we'd carry on. And if it doesn't, they pick their own number. I'm happy with that as well. Right. See, that's cool. I think, you know, yes. leaving it up to them to decide. Absolutely. But uh, I remember I told you this when I had the choice, not even knowing like all the family mm-hmm. history at the time, I had a choice between 11 and seven and seven's a popular number. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, something about them double ones, man. It just felt right. You know, there's a lot of meaning behind it, man. There's, there's a, I mean, we can talk another day, but there's a whole lot of meaning behind them 11s, man. Well, it's episode eleven, so it's fitting, man. Yeah, yeah how about that? Say, I was yeah. just gonna wow, just gonna yeah. say that. I mean, this is yep. it fell right into place. Was that a planned uh no, legacy? Just, no, just yeah, uh, it's, it's good. Yep. It's really good, man. That number means a lot. Even like when I look on the wall and I see little Mike, it's number eleven, man. It's just, it's priceless right there. Yeah. It you just know? keeps on going. And to see all your brothers wear it and grow up that way and, and it just it's remarkable and you and your son it's just, it's unbelievable, man. Yep. Definitely. My mom wore it in basketball, too. Yeah. Did you know that, Grandmaster? I did not. Yeah. She, I didn't she, know she wore number 11. Yeah, she showed me a picture. That's wow. amazing, man. It's crazy. Wow. That's all I got, Philly. Yeah, so. Yeah. 
Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> that was good. Was that an actual job from from Hollywood? Yeah, it was. <laughs> you know what so I'm saying? Kind of uh, maybe a little bit deeper of a top five than we've done in the past. And I, I you know. Hey, everybody, just want to take a quick pause in the action to tell you about Cooper Lawnscape, Metro Detroit's expert quality service provider for all your landscaping and lawn needs. You can visit them on the web at cooperlawnscape.com or hit them at 586-329-9925. Also on all the social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Call there and ask for Chad. He's the owner. That's my boy, Coop Dog, and make sure to let him know that Philly sent you. Again, that's cooperlawnscape.com. 586-329-9925 is the phone number. I promise y'all will not be disappointed. Now, let's get back to the show. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got my five done. We can get into the did you knows. Um, here we go. Um, new car smell is the, is the scent of a dozen or more chemicals, dozens of chemicals. Uh, few odors are pleasing as a new car smell. And I ain't talking about a good fart either, man. Uh, not just because it's nice to be in a brand new car, but while the scent may be strangely satisfying, the fact is that pretty much uh, it's, it's a combination of over 50 different chemicals known as the volatile organic compounds. You know, this could be the leather, smell of leather. It could be plastic and all this other stuff uh, that's released into the car that decay. You know, they decay quickly, obviously, but... Uh, the concentrations found in a typical new car, obviously, they don't last long. They're not dangerous, but it's all, it's, it's more than 50 different chemicals that you know, you work for a, you know, that smell of that new truck, new car, right? It ain't, it ain't got none of that Grand River ass, right? It? it ain't because Stymie <laughs> forgot his fucking weed in that car. Like, motherfucker, man, this motherfucker smell like weed out here, man. What happened? You got, I got that weed. What happened with this thing, man? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, it's man. like I love a new car smell, though. Oh yeah, and I, I try every time I get a new whip. I try to make sure I maintain it as long as mm -hmm. possible. Yeah, I'm definitely a big fan of that new car smell. Another, did you know here? Uh, humans are the only animals that blush. We are also to believe that we're the only animal that feels. We're the only animal. We're considered animals, I guess, but no. that feels embarrassment, uh, complicated, emotional, requiring understanding others' opinions and factors. We're the only people or any animal, or, and nobody does this but the human beings. We're the only ones that can blush. Hmm. So that's kind of weird, right? Do you, so do you think like maybe tigers and lions, they blush, but they just can't show it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't that's know. weird. I mean, that's... I, I mean, do they have those same feelings? And I don't know. What about that bird with the, you know the pretty feathers and all that? Peacock. Yeah, I think it's a peacock. Yeah, well, they the, say when well, they get ready to do, they want to have sex or mate or whatever. They do this dance and yeah, all crazy. But, but so they blush and I don't know if I mean it, that would be a kind of a I don't know. This is you some can kind relate to right? Hollywood and you get yeah, a lot of you, man. <laughs> I blushed a lot yeah. right now. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Um... Well, let's see. Time to drench these babies with fucking loads of mayonnaise. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> All right. Did you know you lose up to 30% of your taste buds during an airplane flight? During flight? Really? That might explain why the airplane food gets such a bad reputation. Uh, the elevation in an airplane uh, can have a detrimental effect on your ability to taste things. Mm. According to a study conducted by Germany's Fraunhofer Institute for Building Physics, the dryness experienced at a high elevation as well as low pressure reduces the sensitivity to a person's taste buds. To sweet and salty, it cuts that percentage of that down 30%. Damn. Then you add the dry cabin air, you know, that's in the airplane affects your ability to smell or the ability to taste. 
and, re and it reduces everything. So when you're at these altitudes and everything like that. But I got to say, dude, the last flight I went on, and we were on our last air flight, somebody had to change their baby's diaper. And this was at the front of the airplane. Come so on, we were man. like towards the back. And man, you know how like the air circulates in an airplane, mm. those little vents, man. It stunk so bad for like 20 minutes, man, until mm. that just kind of went away. So I don't know how true that is, but um, I don't know, man. I don't eat airplane food. You all been on an airplane and ever like, yeah, I got to get me some of that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've had like snacks and stuff like that, and yeah, I've had like, a drink, but man, I don't know. It just not, doesn't seem appealing. I'm I usually wait. Yeah, I'm not ordering anything off that fucking cue card they hand you. Like, no. oh, yeah, you can get the Pringles and the sandwich. And right. the can of Coke for like twenty two ninety nine. Yeah, that's did not. You, did you hear the latest though? No, they were gonna put a limit on the drinks mm. because of that incident that just happened up in the air about that guy trying to go to the cockpit. Oh no, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, I guess he was drinking and shit and getting all crazy, so he was going to the cockpit, try to you know take this thing down or whatever. And they said so. Now they're gonna implement a couple drinks. That's it. Okay, well, actual they probably should. actual audio from that Delta flight. He wanted another one of those little shots. Yeah, I heard that today. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. So um, next, did you know uh, your nostrils work one at a time? Really? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, mm. put, put a finger on one of your nostrils. See, I always thought I was stuffed up or something. Right? And put the finger on the other side. Is it a little more stuffed up? Wow. Oh. Let me smell your finger. Man, smell, what are you smelling smell, your smell finger? I ain't smelling your finger. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> so when we breathe in and out of our nose during the day, one nostril does not work most of the time uh, with the duty switching every several hours. So your nostrils switch every several hours. It's called the nasal cycle. Uh, it's uh, dictated by the same autonomic nervous system that regulates your heart rate, your digestive system, and other unconscious bodily functions. And it is the reason why when our nose gets stuffed up, it does so one nostril at a time. So wow. if you ever had like a really, you ever notice like you, like you get a stuffy nose, like you're, you can get a little bit of air out of the one, but not the other. It's like totally. Yeah, totally. And then on like three hours later, like, well, this fucker was stuffed up like three hours ago, but now it's this side. Yeah, it's that sinus cavity. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the way it works with the autonomic nervous system. So it's part of the way we were designed by God, right? Wow, so absolutely. Yeah, here's another really cool one. Chewing gum boosts your concentration. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, so the next time you're having trouble focusing, you might want to reach for a stick of what gum. What about if you're chewing gum in New York? Hey, you'll get that hubba bubba. You know, get the hubba bubba. So next time you're having uh, trouble focusing, grab a, you know some gum. Well, I'll tell you uh, what, next time we go up north, I'm going to grab a, a pack of Big League Chew. There you go. You know what yeah. I'm saying, Tony? And then you'll go there see a go. dentist when you get home because your freaking teeth will be rotting out, dude. Yeah. That's nothing but sugar. Anyways, this was a British, uh, British Journal of Psychology found that the subjects who chewed gum while taking part in a memory challenge were able to stay focused for longer periods of time than those who did not chew gum. Mm. Kind of weird, huh? It so is weird. there's a, there's a, some science behind that. Um, anybody want to take a shot on the next? Did you know the healthiest place in the world? Let's guess. How Australia. Go first? Huh? Australia. No, mate. Australia, mate. I thought he was. I'm I'm shrimp say... on my bobby. Oh man, I'm gonna say healthiest place in the world. I think we're it's tough. Today, Junior. Um, Brazil. How did I say? No, I, I'm going. He's gonna fucking say Brazil. No, did you? You this, think he was gonna say Brazil? This prick, yeah. Yeah, prick, yeah. I'm a prick. Um, 
You got the Hollywood? answer? Or? Oh, yeah, I've got... You, you said Brazil. I said Australia. Oh, geez, okay. I, I'm not even paying attention, I guess. Uh, okay, the healthiest place in the world is Panama. Okay. Small valley near Vulcan in Panama has uh, garnered the distinction of being the world's healthiest place to live. According to a 2018 report by the International Living, uh, they called Shangri-La Valley. The area is home to beautiful scenery, low cost of living, and a significantly longer life expectancy than the surrounding areas. All in all, the world's healthiest areas have some of the most common factors. Uh, according to the ranking, they have the, the benefit of a warm climate, active social scene, healthy food, slower pace of life that makes for less daily stress. Oh. You know, so that's kind of like when we go on vacation, we're like, we're not worried about work and we're not worried about stress. We do kind of chill out. So, yeah. you know, so if you want to go to the healthiest place in the world, you may want to go to Shangri-La Valley, Panama. 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 Yeah. So, um, Shangri-La. The next, did you know, uh, showers really do spark creativity. Uh, showers aren't just good for your hygiene. They're good for your creativity, too. Study published in the journal uh, Psychological Science researchers gave the volunteers creativity problems to solve, followed by a period of rest. During that period, some were assigned demanding tasks, while others did simpler tasks that allowed their minds to wander, just like a shower does. Those doing the simpler tasks during the resting time were more likely to solve the original creativity problem. So showering, you're thinking, you're relaxing, you're going to solve you're going to also have creativity. What else are we do in a shower? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. You guys are doing, doing some other shit uh, in that shower. Uh, right? there's, there's a lot of things, but uh, what, do you, what do you think of that one, Hollywood? Oh, oh boy. Hey, I, got a, I got a bonus, did you know? I'm not trying to steal your thunder, but did I want to bring know? this up to you guys. Okay. Go ahead. Did you know the Food ne- net- yeah, Network is paying Guy Fieri $80 million over three years at what? 26.6 annually. Wow. Fieri would be the 15th highest paid player in the NFL. That's more, than, that's more than Tom Brady, Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, Jalen Ramsey, and Amari Cooper. Come on. Ain't that that's wild? crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Guy's wild, man. Absurd. Wow. That's certainly absurd, Mike. That's certainly absurd. Wow. That's, uh... This is such a crock of shit. All I'm saying is we're in the wrong business. Yeah, obviously. Okay, so my last did you know, uh, water makes different pouring sounds depending on its temperature. It does. If you listen very closely, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I find these things. If you listen very closely, hot water and cold water sound slightly different when being poured. The heat changes the thickness or the viscosity of the water, which changes the pitch of the sound it makes when it's being poured. Wow. Uh, what we feel as heat comes from the molecules of the water moving faster, so cold water is technically thicker. And therefore, makes a slightly higher pitched sound. Mm. So think of pouring something out like out of a Brita, and it's been in your refrigerator, and you pour it in a glass. And then when you pour coffee, it's smooth. That's true. You huh? know, that think about true. it. So I mean, there's that hot and cold thing. So it has something to do with the molecules. Wow. So I thought that one was kind of cool. We just went to science class. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, man. Hey. It's all about edumacation. Hey, did edumacation. you know? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hell so yeah. So that's, that's all I had for the Did You Know segment. Right, that's uh, good stuff. Where are yeah, we at now? All right, well, I'm going to get into the uh, sports update in a minute, but there's one thing I wanted to run by you guys. I know this is kind I of like a... my women, Harry. <laughs> we already know that. Well, do you? Go on with your bad self. <laughs> Come so, on. I don't know if you guys seen this, but a lawyer for Derek Chauvin asked the judge to sentence the ex-cop convicted of murder to probation. I mean, do you really think that's going to happen, though? So, 
uh, the attorney cited Chauvin's lack of prior criminal record and history as an officer, also stating that cops typically don't live as long as civilians. I just thought that was kind of like crazy. Like, yeah, snow, that, that uh, snowball's chance in hell type stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's worth a try, but uh, uh, I don't know. That's, that's far fetched. Say, say that one more time, Philly. I want to hear this one more time so I could think about w- what I want to say. Yeah. So, a lawyer for Derek Chauvin asked the judge to sentence the ex cop convicted of murder, reduce his uh, 30 year sentence that they want. The prosecutors want it to probation, so no jail time at all for the George Floyd death. Um, the attorney cited Chauvin's lack of a prior criminal record and history as an officer. Cops typically don't live as long as civilians, Nelson pointed out in his motion. Wow. Hmm. I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I know I'm throwing a, a curveball at you guys, but... What's that got to do with... What happened? Yeah, you know, because they don't... He could live to be 90 years old. Yeah. So, George, he's gone. You got to, you know, take on that. Yeah, I know know it's a touchy subject, so, I mean. What about the other cops? Has there been anything on them guys? Yeah, there is. Can I put my finger in your ass? (laughs) (laughs) Someone said it. I don't know, man. That's a a touch one, man. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, for the family, they got to be in an uproar. Would you like to yeah. smoke a little weed? A little weed, man. <laughs> I don't know. That's a touchy one, Philly. I I don't know. Yeah, see, this I mean, is where... Guilty this is, is guilty. This I mean, is where we misjudge James, because James yeah. would have gone all in on well, this. Well, you, know, yeah. you know, I don't know. That's okay, though. I don't know. All right, moving on. So moving tonight, on. the big fight is uh, Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. Oh, that's right. That's tonight. I don't know why in God's green earth they would put on a Sunday night. That's terrible time. Yeah, isn't I mean, it? Because I totally would. If it was last night, it would have been all in. But um, yeah, I I probably won't watch it tonight. Because I mean, we got we all got to get up for work in the morning. Fight probably won't come on until midnight. Pay per view. Yeah. Pay per view. Like Sixty bucks, man. Yeah. Wow. I I, I do want to see it, but I'm I'm not paying up paying that money and staying up that late for it on a yeah, Sunday. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna start your Monday, and if it's a shit show, now everything's ruined. You know. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's Sunday. I've why a Sunday? That. Is that like a? I mean, is that more better for like global? I stuff guess they or? couldn't get the time. You know, probably cost more for, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, there there had to be something business wise. Friday, there. Saturday, Saturday is the prime time. At least man. have it early. I mean, five o'clock or something. Shit. Yeah, yeah, but you know, Hollywood, you probably go buy some of the bars that are going to have that televised. They'll probably be packed. No, yeah. they can't get it. You know, they can't get it. No. Yeah, it's on a different, uh, different type of network. It's like a. A newer, not not Triller. It's another one. Some of the, yeah, it's weird. Hmm. So yeah, I don't yeah, know. that one's kind of a weird timing situation for sure, man. I'll watch it on YouTube the next day. There you go. <laughs> and then uh, they came out and said there's not going to be a clear cut winner. They can have knock knockdowns, but it's not going to be judged. But that takes a little bit away from it. Yeah, me. it does. It's yeah, crazy. You know. So, but uh, so Jake Paul's uh, they signed. He signed on to fight Tyrone Woodley of the UFC. Wow. That's going to happen in August. These are becoming a big deal, man. These big fights. These big money fights. Big you know, money, man. Yeah, it's all they about keep that, bringing uh, these guys around every six months, three, four months. Another big fight. Well, so, you know, you got Tyson Fury. He's got to fight Wilder now. So he had to throw away that Joshua fight. Oh. Yeah, we kind yes. of touched on that last yeah, week. Yeah, the mandatory. That's, 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 Joshua's sitting back there like, I might as well throw this belt away. And then you got McGregor coming back in July. So there's. Oh, God. Dude, that guy's. Isn't he done? <clears throat> 
I mean, Apparently he's not. crazy. He's the Irish guy, right? Yeah. Like Conor McGregor. He's, he's a fucking man. He's, We're here he's, to take over. He's nuts, man. That guy's crazy. I, I remember watching this one video of him throwing shit at a bus or something. Like he oh, was. Oh yeah. He was just, oh, that was when uh, him he was going at it with Khabib, and he yeah. started talking about his religion. It was just crazy. They had yeah, a big feud. Yeah, he had, the, he had that, uh, the mob after him, man. Oh, the yeah? Irish mob after him, yeah. That's real, too. Oh, that's real. Oh, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah, I don't... That guy seems like he's got a loose screw. Too many hits to the head. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's wild, man. All right, so I know uh, we're all football guys here, so Julio Jones to the Tennessee Titans. What do you guys think about that? Man. Dude, they had to give up what, like a number two draft pick for next year and a number so there was a three two, or four. There's a two, a four, and then another pick for uh, the year after that. If he can stay healthy, he can. He can put him over the top with uh, Tannehill. Grandmaster, can you look up Julio Jones? Maybe see how old he is. And I mean, I don't know how much time he's got left. What does he have left in the tank? What's he got left in the tank? That's the thing. What does he have left in the tank? But Tennessee's like a ready to win now team. And they got rid of a lot of people, though. Yeah, as well. but you still got Derrick Henry. You still got a good defense. Mm-hmm. Now yeah, who, you got Brown and uh, Julio Jones. Do they still got that big receiver, number 11? Yeah, yeah they got uh, Brown. Yeah, Hollywood Brown. Or, yeah. Is that, is that Hollywood? No, Hollywood Brown plays is it for Adrian, Baltimore. Not, no, they um, – God, I just seen this. Uh, I know Belichick st- got a couple people from the Titans. Julio is 32 years old. Okay. Eh, yeah. He's still young. I mean – Six foot three, 220. From Alabama. What's the injury Alabama. on him? A.J. Brown's receiver. Yeah, Brown. That's what, And then they got another good receiver, too. What does uh, Julio Jones' uh, record with his uh, injury? I know he sat last uh, year for some time. Don't really know, but I know what. He's all-pro 2015-16, three-time, second-team all-pro, seven-time pro bowler, uh, two-time NFL receiving yards leader in 2015-2018. If he can stay healthy, he can do damage. But if he gets injured, it's, it's a waste. Yeah. I, but, mean, did, I mean, does that put them in the top tier in the AFC? Do you I don't think, think so. Who's a quarterback in uh, Tennessee? Is it Tannehill? Tannehill, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's a pretty nice receiving core to go for yeah. right there. I mean, that. Uh, I mean, does that make them an automatic playoff contender? Or I mean, they were good already. I mm-hmm. mean, they had a good season last year. Derrick Henry was a beast, but I think when you add another deep threat, now you're just not one-dimensional with Derrick Henry in the ground game. And they had a good receiving core. I mean, so, that one guy tore it up, man. He was huge. Is this the end of the Falcons? I mean, now that we got... Uh, I think so. That's like their... I mean, that would be like, uh, you know, when we lost Calvin Johnson, you mm-hmm. lose your number one receiver. Yeah. And you already know Atlanta's kind of what, you know, with Ryan as your quarterback, there's probably maybe another couple of years left there, but that's kind of maybe a rebuild yeah. now. Yeah, I think they're on the down, yeah. the downhill mm-hmm. climb because they got a new coach down there, too. They got rid of Dan Quinn. You know, it takes time to... Yep. Build your scheme and get your players and personnel in there. Um, so, yeah, other than that, it's been kind of quiet on the NFL front, you know. You what wait. about Rodgers? Still still no news, man. Yeah. He's, he's holding tough, though. He stayed out of uh And they OTAs. said Green Bay's going to stay. They're going to stay tough, too. They're not, they don't want to trade him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Rodgers is – I don't know. I don't know if they're, they're playing chess or whatever, but I seen something the other day on TV where – or on ESPN where had they – Got rid of Rodgers before June, mm-hmm. they would have had like a like something like thirty four, thirty five million dollars go towards the cap, but because they waited till after June, they take a significant less of a hit. Mm-hmm. So now you might see some wheeling and dealing happening, but I just can't see Lafleur, their head coach, giving up on that guy. I mean, I think there's some bad blood going on there between 
you know, Rodgers and the head coach and everything that's going on. I mean, you know, he's at the back end of his career as well. So, you know, he probably looked at, again, we talked about this, maybe looked at a guy like Tom Brady and said, well, you know, I don't, you know, he's got one Super Bowl. He wants to play that long, as long as Tom. I don't, man, I just, I don't know if he can. I don't know, man. I just, I don't don't think he wants to. I think he wants to do other things. He said, yeah, like go host Jeopardy. Yeah, Jeopardy. He said it was all about the fans. In his interview, you got no more loyal. The, some of the most loyalist fans are Green Bay fans. And they said, well, "What do you mean by that, Roger? I mean, what do you mean by the fans?" He goes, "Well, you know, the fans haven't always been treated well, and um, it's, it's all about the fans." He kind of kept it like to that mm. bare minimum. Yeah, you know, know, I don't know what's going on over there. He's just gotta shut up. <clears throat> Stop whining. Stop your whining. All right, so LeBron James, first, oh, yes. first, first round knockout of his career. And we talk about old, Karma. old school basketball, you know, when Isaiah and the Pistons walked off the court. So LeBron just kind of walked off the court and shake hands or, you know, give any dap to the other, uh, the Suns, the young up and coming team. Kind of, kind of a sore loser take, man. You know what I mean? Definitely. So I just want to get your guys' opinion on that. I heard this today and they were talking about, the, well, what about when Larry Bird and them did it? You're talking a whole different era, man. Yeah. And for this has happened more than once. You see what Brady went through when not shaking hands with Mahomes. He took a lot of heat. He apologized. That's true. This and that. Look to me, LeBron James. He wants to be the go to basketball. He wants to be the high politician. He wants. He wants to also lead Black Lives Matter. And all that. Thanks a lot, man. Too much shit trying to go on and all that stuff. And basically, we said, well, you guys ain't nothing. But then you're going to go back and say, well, I wanted to get to my treatment. It wouldn't have helped anything out, anyways. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes. Now, if you went an hour or something, that's something different. He totally played that team. And I would be pissed off as a player going, wow. A guy we look up to just walks out on us. Have you guys ever seen a more polarizing guy who, who really doesn't get in trouble but, like, still gets so much shit and people want to lose? You know what I mean? But I think he brings a lot of that on himself. He does, he does because he puts himself out there like that, Philly. He, he, he's trying to, you know, to what James was talking about the last time we talked about, you know, your Seth Curry or Curry's and all these other guys. Seth other, Curley, I know that guy. That guy. guy, yeah, Curley from the three Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, you know that guy, Steph, <laughs> Stefan. Anyways, LeBron's such a fucking blabbermouth. He don't know when to shut his pie hole, dude. That's what it yeah. is. He just—he's got to pick his spot. But I have mean, no respect for him. I man. mean, he's just one of those kind of guys that good gets ball annoying player. afterwards. Master man. B, good ball player, but yeah. just, man, now just shut your goddamn pie hole. <laughs> Magic Johnson, do, man. the Black Mamba. That that shit don't happen. Yeah, and you you put a you put an X. On the Lakers, that just does not look good for that organization. I'd get rid of him, man. Yeah, I, I know. Even Snoop Dogg was pissed at the Lakers, man. He's like, uh, someone was calling Anthony Davis Anthony Street Clothes Davis because he's always in street clothes. Yeah, he gets injured. That's the, the who you know said I mean? that? It was a commentator. I forgot who said it. I thought he said Snoop Dogg. No. Well, it might have hey, been. You want to get high, man? <laughs> you know, and then he don't no apology, no like, you know, I'm LeBron James. I don't have to. Dude, I mean. Well, he said he's not playing for the uh, Olympics. He's going to play for the Toon Squad because I think he's doing Space Jam's coming out, right? That's horrible. I'm just saying. I mean, 
for me, we talked about this. It's still Jordan, Kobe, and Absolutely. LeBron. And LeBron, I, I honestly, is one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And Space but, Jam will always be Michael Jordan, period. Yes. Hands down. I, I don't know, man. I'm, I got my thoughts on LeBron. Great athlete, great, great, great ball player. He'll go down as one of the best. But I just, I don't think he could hold Jordan's jock. I, I mean, this is me thinking just how overall how this guy's been. He's, he's just carried himself a little bit. Maybe it's the time and day and era we're in now, but. I don't know. Sometimes it, I think it was karma came back and bit him in his ass, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Plus, some of the other guys were hurt. The one dude's what's the one guy um, that was hurt half the time? Anthony Davis. Davis. Davis was constantly being hurt, so I mean, he didn't really have a full player in him either. Yeah. But he, you know, and he knew that. You know, I think they're done. I don't think the Lakers are going to repeat anything. No, no, they're done. They're they're already out, and they're not going to go back next year. No. I, I mean. mean Players have left that team, went on and signed other contracts. It's dismantling right in, fr- in front of our eyes. So I just think it's uh, where's LeBron going to end up now? But I mean, he's got all that money. So I want to go team up with probably three other All Star guys. Yeah, you know, that, that's, that's LeBron James. Yeah. Well, we'll see. So my last thing is, uh, so WWE has been huge for a long time. There's actually rumors out there that they're looking to sell, and that's why they're starting to cut and get rid of all this talent. I guess. It, when businesses sell, do they start doing that too? Cutting costs and, you know, want, yep. want to keep that profit margin high. It's kind of weird, man, because, like, Vince McMahon is synonymous with WWE. Could you yeah. imagine what it'd be like with, uh, like, NBC? I know him and Dick Ebersol are, like, great friends or whatever, so. You know, I see that AEW taking over, man. Almost like the, the, the Nitro. They're getting a lot of our guys going over there, and that's where uh, Braun Strowman's going. They already had Andre. He went over there and made a big premiere come out. You know, Andrade, yeah, I saw Andrade. that. Oh, dude, Mark, it's getting off the hook. Man. Mark Henry's over there too now. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. I think McMahon's getting old. I think it's a lot of, it's too much, you know. So it's either going to go to Shane or the daughter, you know. And I think Triple H could run it good, but I think it's going to come down at AEW. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I think competition is good. You know, mm-hmm. I think AEW is like a breath of fresh air. It gives yes. people an alternative. You know what I mean? Because how long, how long has the WWE been going for? Almost 30 years? Yeah, I mean, longer than that. I mean, I mean long I'm sure time. you guys remember watching it as kids. Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah. Long time ago. It's been around forever, man. It just, it would just be weird. Just something interesting. To so why don't we there. just pull our money together and go buy it? <laughs> we'll just drain every dollar Doink we have. Clown. 401k. <laughs> it's going for so like you a... you got a nice pension there, don't you? I mean, yeah. Hollywood... <laughs> <laughs> it's going for a cool two to four billion dollars. Oh, wow. Billion. <laughs> All right. Well, Hollywood, are you ready for the this or that? This or that. You oh, but I want to tell you, you I wrote it down. Um, on that comedian I was telling you guys about, his name was Jim Freeman. I don't know what it is. Have you heard of him, Master B? Jim Freeman. He was a local comedian. I thought you were going to talk about Ron White. When you were talking about the guy who comes no, around here. Jim Freeman. Jim Funny all. guy? White trash. Just, <laughs> he's badass. That was the guy, the comedian. He, yeah. I would, that'd what be the something fuck to go see. happened? I didn't know. I, yeah. I don't know who that guy is. Oh, yeah, he's phenomenal. Fucking gay. I fucking do these drops like the fucking... Uh, Grand finale of a fucking fireworks show. Hey, I'm just going to throw a bunch of fucking drops in here. What the fuck? We're talking about practice. That's right. <laughs> All, All right. right, let's hear it, Hollywood. This or that. Oh, we got, here we go. Hollywood's got the this or that. Um, mm-hmm. 
How about this? Um, a real Christmas tree or a fake one? Which one would you prefer? Mm. A real tree or a fake one? <sighs> I got a fake one. I do too. It's just I mean, easier. it's already got the lights on it. It's quick. It's easy. I love Christmas. Uh, I just, I don't, I like the smell of a real tree. Yeah. Um, but they sell these things. I know it's not the same. He's looking at me like I'm fucking nuts. <laughs> they actually sell these things. I found them at Lowe's when I was there during the holiday season. It was, you know, it was smelling Brett Favre's armpits. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> so we now, got Roger Gardell. <laughs> Roger Gardell's here. And so, you know, it, it smelled like Brett Favre's jock. <laughs> in, instead of, instead of a, uh, uh, t- a tinsel, I hang Troy's jock on my ceiling. You know, I've I've got Brett Favre's <coughs> underwear hanging out of his uh, mistletoe at my house. John, I respect <laughs> it. it. It carries that certain stench, don't it? Yeah, it's a great thing to keep you close to the boys and, and around the locker room. What's that smell? How um, about how about uh, Newton's uh, Jack Strand? <laughs> you mean Nate Newton? <laughs> <laughs> you know what that smelled like? But, dude, listen, I'm going to take a smell of a real Christmas tree, but when it comes to simplicity, I'm going with that fake one, dog. <laughs> I feel you, man. It's just easier. You, you I know? mean, shit, you get the ones with the lights that are already on, and I love Christmas, too, man. Right. But, uh, yeah. Does it smell good enough for you in there? Come How do you ball. like the smell? Is it good? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know I like that shit real, man. I, I, I feel you, man. <laughs> I have a fake Christmas tree. But I'd rather have a real one. But due to the Griswold or no Griswold seeing shit like that and just scared, you know, you like. But I would love a real Christmas tree, man, over mm-hmm. a fake one all day long. There's something. There's like a tradition with some people that they go to, like you know, they take the family, they go to the farm and they cut the tree down, yeah, they yeah. slap it on top of the roof and tie it down and go home and. Dad's bitching like a motherfucker as everyone else is backed out of doing the work. Like, all right, we got the tree. Now, yeah. who's helped me put it up? Hence why we decided to go to an artificial tree. Story the lights of my life. Are it's like there's section, you know, one, two, and three. Mm. Spread the branches out. Make sure all the lights are working. Now, throw them bulbs on there. Mm. Throw in that no garland. No water. No water. No water. But, dude, I'm telling you, let me go back to what I bought. These little scent things that they actually hang off the tree. They kind of blend in with the branches. Okay. And they smelt like evergreen. It was really nice. nice. Mm. Yeah, so my whole house smelled like a real Christmas tree. See, that's cool. Yeah, I like no, I, I, I just, <laughs> you know, I really liked it. <laughs> Why don't you drop out of that green jumpsuit and show me that fat ass? No, Hell thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so I noticed, uh, Marv, you did a couple games the other day. Well, you know, it, it, because I'm coming close to retirement, I had to do a couple games for CBS. It was fantastic that everybody loved my game calling, but I'm going in retirement, Hollywood, and uh, I'd like to pass the torch over to maybe one day to one of you two gentlemen. Uh, you're going to have to go to school and learn how to do things like, yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> fantastic! Love it. But if you're asking me about Christmas trees, I'll take a fake one any time. <laughs> I remember the other day, I'm not saying, oh my God, it's crazy. He goes, this is Marv Albert. All right, I'll sit down. Oh, man. Uh, my second one is uh, this or that. Scrambled eggs or eggs over medium? 
Hmm. Um, depends what's in those scrambled eggs, dog. I mean, you putting anything in them? Because an over medium egg is an over medium egg. Now we scrambling. We could add some stuff you do to whatever it. you want to do. Is over gonna... medium the same as over easy? Um, well, yeah, like yeah. Well, I mean, no. Over, over easy is over easy. I Meaning, gonna be a little snot on that egg. Yeah, right, right, over like medium, that. you're gonna kind of gel that all up, and okay. make it stiff. But it ain't fried you. though. Mm. No, I'm I'm doing some scrambled eggs with some butter, and I'm gonna throw in some meats. Yeah, <laughs> chop up some ham. Mm-hmm. Little vegetables, you that, know. Yeah. I, I tell you Pico what, I, de Gillo. Yeah, I I grew up on you know fried eggs. Chorizo. Yeah, but fried eggs with that. <laughs> now I'm, I'm converting now to scramble. You like peppers? <laughs> yeah, I love the peppers. <laughs> they make it my chihuahua. See, <laughs> si, amigo. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm more of an omelet guy, but to answer your question, I'd probably go over easy, though. And I, I love scrambled eggs. So easy. Um, but I'm, I'm with Grandmaster, though. I like to put stuff in it if I'm yeah. going to do scrambled. Um, but, yeah, like if I'm making, like, a breakfast sandwich, because I like breakfast for dinner sometimes, too. Oh, yeah, that's the best. Whip up some bacon, you know, have some little fruit, eggs. Yes, they made it up. Yeah. I definitely do scrambled. I'm a scrambled guy, but I, you know... My wife loves eggs, man. I'm gonna say scramble too. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll go over easy. I'll be yeah. I'll be dolo on this one. All right. I'll do an over easy or over medium egg on a sandwich. That's what I was. A little saying. piece yeah, of American yeah, yeah. cheese, and then I'll slap a couple of pieces of ham on it. Hell yeah. All day. Mm. But there ain't mm-hmm. nothing worse biting that sandwich and you see some of that white snap. <sighs> see, I don't like. It's yeah. like like people that eat steaks rare. Are, how do you guys like your steaks? I mean, slightly pink. I go medium. You go medium. I like medium. You go medium. That's that's about as rare as I go. Slightly pink, so that's kind of like uh, it's uh, medium, but it's it's not uh, well done. I don't want it all the way done through. I want just a slight pink and a little juice. That's it. So right in the middle, or you you like go closer to rare. So there's there's uh, there's rare, which is medium rare. Blue is actually just just flashing the top, which it's actually called blue. Okay. A blue steak, it's it's really not cooked. It's probably not healthy for you. But oh, like dude, how can you eat that? my daughter's fiance, he likes to eat steak rare. And we went to this steakhouse, uh, and he was eating this steak, and I'm like, dude, how in the fuck can you eat that thing? It was like blood squirting out the sides and, and everything. Not get sick. No, man. Yeah, it's see, like, oh, it's that. delicious. That's how you taste the flavor. I'm like, you don't wow. taste no flavor, you're tasting freaking flesh of an animal. That's, people There's, swear by it too. Oh hell no, dude. No, I don't I'm judge not, you, bust no your balls. Way. I got you a slight a slight pink. Yeah, I'm down with yeah, it in the center. I want, yeah, I want yeah. to see it like when I cut into the steak. I can see that little bit of pink going yep, through the yep, middle. That's, that's flavor. I think flavor. you got to know where you're going to. Yeah, you know, like if you go out to eat for a steak, or if you cook it yourself, you just gotta yeah find yeah. your preference. But Texas yeah. Roadhouse, they hit it every time, for yeah. sure. Every no time. All right. Um, you prefer snowball fight or a water balloon fight? Hey, nobody cares. Oh. Fucking what kind of what? <laughs> Are you serious? Snowball fight or a water balloon fight? Depend. Okay, so I would like to have a snowball fight in the middle would- of fucking summer when it's ninety degrees out like it was today. Hit me with some snowballs, bitch. Do you say snowball? Yeah, man? I yeah. say snowball, man. That it's some kind of a fucking cupcake. Uh, I'm gonna say snowball though. Uh, I'm you ever you, get man. hit with that. a fucking snowball? Dude, I mean, they me and hurt. Mikey used to go out there, like build our little forts. You know what I mean? We'll build our little castle. Even as kids, we used to do this shit all the time. Yeah, that shit does hurt if you get pegged with one. You know, I just, you know what, man? I've never been into water balloon fight. 
Well, Couldn't stand it, dude. Get, boom, get, oh, just piss. Well, they never, like, they're lopsided when you try to throw them. You know yeah, it's I mean? like kind of throwing like somebody's implanted titty at you. That's with that water balloon. Like, man, would that a 38 double D? <laughs> you hit me, what for? Ain't nothing better than the It comes in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you always get somebody that throws like freaking ice at you, too? Oh, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, no they ice hurt. balls, dude. No, it's got to be. What time is yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was always fun. I, I never like care for it. Uh, Water balloon fights. Yeah. Not Snowball fights could be a lot of fun, though, man. Yeah. Get them nice and packed. Don't man. hit the face. Stay, you know, underneath the neck. Right. Well, you guys played it safe, man. That ain't how we used yeah. to play snowball fights, man. We used to go for anything. Yeah. Hit you in the cuyans. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, my, uh, I believe it's my fourth one. Um, Strawberry or cherries? Which one? Mm-hmm. Number four. I'm gonna go with strawberries, man. I'm right there with you, Philly. Did you yeah. know that the strawberry is the only fruit that has the seeds on the outside? For real. For real. For real. Strawberries are the only fruit that have seeds on the outside. Seeds. Wow. Think about it when you look at a strawberry. I go strawberries all day. Cherries are fun, but then pits. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They taste good. Like I like the Traverse City uh, cherries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good. The sweet ones because they got the the mixed ones, and then yeah. they got the what's the yellow and red? You got a tint that, of red on the yellow. Yeah, that's like um, them are good. Those are the really good ones. Mm-hmm. They come out. They're very seasonal though. I don't know what that's called. I'm sure someone will send us an email and tell us what yes, it's called. Please do. Please strawberry. Do. What, what what did you say, Hollywood? What do you like? I like strawberries. Strawberries? Yeah. You like that whipped cream? <laughs> strawberries yeah, baby, and cream, get that whipped right? cream out, man. <laughs> get that whipped cream. Yeah, like that whipped cream on it, man. Nothing uh-huh. like, like a strawberry. Don't, don't add it with that chocolate on there. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate dip strawberries, but. <laughs> you got that right. I like that strawberry shake, too, though. Summertime? Mm, 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 mm. Can't win with them. Oh, yeah. you know, you know, I just like an apple in the night. <laughs> I'll tell you about you right here, Sean. Sean, please. Get me Joe's, me Joe's. I got me Joe's one time. Last but not least, romance or loyalty in your relationship? Well, what? Okay, so, so you, you got to pick one. You got to pick one. I mean, so. Romance or loyalty in a relationship? So let me get this straight. You're in a relationship. You got no romance, and you're going to be like, fuck it. Um, that's how it's got to be. You got to have romance. I would, hey, a whole lot of motherfuckers ain't got no romance in that relationship. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they got the cave out in the garage. <laughs> Don't come in here right now. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> I can't leave it. I ain't losing there. She, she, What's she going on in the there? Oh. In the <laughs> Open up the door. What the hell? <laughs> you got my dog going everything else, man. Dave? <laughs> All right. I I don't know, man. You got to have both, man. I mean, that's... that's. What All right. So a relationship without romance is dead. In my opinion, it's dead. You got to have it, man. I, I believe that I way, think too. You know? I think it's super important. You got to have agree. it. Well, I mean, you want, you want loyalty in your relationship. But that, that was, was given. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think you want to try to keep that passion going. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the flame burning. So uh, I think it goes hand in hand, but. It's but tough, a lot man. of times, unfortunately, we see what goes on in life. It doesn't happen that way. Right. Especially like in the summer. But right? it depends I mean, what you're looking for. If you want 
long distance, I think the loyalty is more important. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. You but, know, man. You know, my my take I'm a on fair that. guy, but this heat is making me absolutely. I crazy. got a Tiger Woods problem. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I got a Tiger Woods problem. We're here to fuck shit up. Uh, but you got a Tiger Woods dog. You know what I'm saying? I love romance, man. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, and being loyal in in what different ways are you talking being loyal? You know, um, it's. Hey, you know, you're gonna steal from me being loyal. You're gonna cheat on me being loyal. I mean, what, what loyal? It doesn't really. We we know who uh, Hollywood calls. It's right here, right? Ready? Hey, is you lonely? <laughs> is you need a friend? <laughs> Just call me. I will, but call please. Zell. You can call one eight hundred booty call. Where my sock at? You see my sock? <laughs> A sock curled up in the corner, bro. Right, uh, right. No, but you like to have all that. Crusty to the motherfucker, bro. But at two or three of them, bro. <laughs> don't you got all them socks up in your bed? I don't something. know. I'll put it out there. If you like it, you can take it. If you don't, send it right back. And I got a bonus one. I want to be on you. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. What is it? <laughs> Sausage or bacon? Hmm. Oh, man. I love bacon, too. And I actually just had Tony's for the first time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was phenomenal, man. Great bacon. Um, How much of it did you eat, Philly? Those baskets that they bring you, I've had, I eat probably three quarters of it. I so mean, that cholesterol was high that day. Yeah, that was a cheat day, man. I said, screw it. I'm going all in. <laughs> and the freaking, uh, that omelet was as big as this freaking laptop, too. I was like, wow, man. Oh, it's amazing. It's I, I couldn't finish that. I ate about three quarters of that, too. But I wonder did, what Did you have it on a BLT? No, I just had an omelet and uh, bacon on the side. Fucking use this whole goddamn jar of fucking mayonnaise. <laughs> people used to say, because they would see, like, tables where people would get up and leave the table. Yeah. Like, damn, they left a whole lot of bacon on there. Maybe they went in the back, took that, put it on another plate, bring it out, and add bacon to that. I mean, that. I heard the quantities have changed, though. Like yeah, maybe, they, yeah. maybe they've shortened it down. Oh, man, that thing used to stand that high, man. That plate was like this. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Uh, to answer your question, though, man. The lunch is fucking huge. <laughs> I think their portions are still huge. They, it is pretty pretty big. Um, huge. Huge. I don't know. I got to think about this for a minute. Grandmaster? I don't know. The last the last couple times I was there, I didn't leave hungry, that's for sure. And we no. actually had leftovers. Um the place is unique, man. It's not the best food in the world, obviously, because they're doing it all with quantities. Yeah. Um, the last time I went there, I got like this combo sa- sandwich. It was like, um, like corned beef and pastrami. Mm. This thing was monstrous, man. They served it on like this Italian bread, like half a loaf of bread, yeah. cut in half, stacked up with a bunch of pastrami and corned beef. Then I, like a dummy, I'm like, yeah, give me a side of fries. She goes, I can't get a half order. She's like, no, you only get a, you know, they come in full orders. And mm-hmm. so that was like literally a dinner plate stacked to the top. You have with no fries. Room to sit. Yeah. All I mean, plates everywhere. When yeah. Just yeah. Grease it, man. No, grease I, it. I liked it. I mean, it's like one of those guilty pleasures once in a while. And you're just like, you know, fuck it. I'm hungry. I'm going to go eat. Yeah. yeah. I know oh, God. their oh, oh, omelets are 12 oh, oh. eggs, man. Tony's crazy. up in Birch Run. We got to get these guys as a sponsor. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, bacon is good though, dude. So you're going bacon over sausage? Um, I am gonna go. I don't know. That's um, man, that's a really good one. I'm thinking. Um, I like sausage. Yeah, I'm I the like, same way, and I love I, bacon too, man. But if I had to choose, like, 
I like spicy sausage. Yeah, man. You yeah. fry them up in the pan. Po get them on, on a sandwich and a breakfast sandwich. No. It just hits the spot. You go on links or patties, bro. Damn. I like the I like the patties. Yeah. Those, the mini patties, the bigger ones. Yeah. Bob Evan. I like the links too, though, dog. Do you really? I know you like that link. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What, what they call Hollywood? me the plug, but Hollywood, what'd you say? I'm going to say bacon. And I used to love, you know, sauce the patties and all that, but I can, I like the bacon. Yeah. You know. Crispy. Oh, dude. Sausage isn't always easy on the gut either. No, it ain't. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It could be rough. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, definitely bacon. Yeah. We're gonna, you are right, huh? We're going to have to get into uh, breakfast foods one day. Absolutely. I think if you eat too much of it, you're just gonna just blow up. Yeah, you don't you know? want that. I mean, They're but all... it's it's all good. It's guilty pleasures. I've got bigger titties than you do. <laughs> True than that. you do. <laughs> what else you got there, Hollywood? That's all I got. Them are my five. That's a this or that. So anything else going on? You guys want to talk about? I know uh, it's going a little bit quicker than usual without just James, but you know what I mean. We're we're making it happen, Captain. Yeah. I'm yeah. just very dissatisfied with that fight, though. The Mayweather, yeah, being on a Sunday, that's that's not good. Yeah, true that. Kind of a bummer, man. I don't know why it they do that. I mean, I could see. I don't know, man. You don't. You're. I think you lose a lot of your audience mm-hmm. on stuff like that. I just think sometimes maybe it's about the money. Maybe they couldn't afford to pay that extra money. Said it's on a new platform or whatever. Yeah. Maybe they got to build it up. But man, I don't think you put big fights like that in on a Sunday. No, no. Is no. it popular enough to draw a Sunday? I don't. Th- I don't think they could get uh, the the money issue of like before. You know what I mean? The draw because everyone's like, he's gonna knock this motherfucker out, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. You know, but you know, I mean, you just—he's bigger than him too. He's like Paul's got like thirty pounds on him. Yeah, thirty thirty-five pounds. So, I mean, so is it worth missing Monday morning? You know what I mean? Well, I guess it's no different than like a wrestling event. Yeah. But the fights are usually Saturday night. But what time is it supposed to come on? I mean, is it supposed to come on at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock? The start? event starts at 8, so. I mean, hey, do we fights? do shop talk yet? Yeah. Well, oh. I mean, if there's anything we want to talk minute. about, we could talk about Well, it. I mean, concerts are coming back. I mean, we're starting to see concerts come we back. We got Guns N' Roses coming back. Yeah, now. man. Guns N' Roses. I mean, nice. a lot of big concerts are yes. coming back. I mean, a lot of stuff has been talked about. Uh, some bigger concerts have been postponed, but um, you guys plan on going to any concerts this summer? I would love to. I man. would love to. Yeah? I would love to. I don't. I, I haven't seen, like, a schedule or anything yet, but I would definitely like to get back to that. And, yeah. I, you know, I'm also, you know, I went to the doctors, and I talked to, to my doctor and everything like that, and I, I told him how my feeling is about the vaccination and everything. He said he totally understood. So a lot of people question, you know, he goes, I know, I know. I said, no, you know, I really need to have your opinion. Because I'm in a crossroad now, you know what I mean? Well, you wouldn't think there was a pandemic last night downtown, like I said earlier, man. That's what I'm saying. Wild. How safe is it, though? I mean, what? Yeah, the warm weather brings out a lot of crazy people, though, man. It is that too. We were talking about there's a couple fights down there. It was yeah, it's just. I heard the bus stops are just packed right now. Oh, I bet. (laughs) I heard they're tongue packed. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm in between. You know. uh, maybe getting the vaccine. Um, I heard you're maybe going to see Bieber uh, at Little Caesars on June 28th. Oh, God, I can't stand that guy. Can I put my finger but, in uh, your ass? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you may not. So I just want to see more, you know what I mean? And, and some of my friends, they're going, dude, we got it. I was surprised that they got it. 
you know, and they're like, yeah, we, we got ours. And I'm like, eh, you know, I just want to get out there, man. I want, I want to live normal again, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean. Is that what it's going to take? I mean, I, I think don't it, know, man. You can. As of July 1st, you don't have to wear your mask anymore. Certain places, like our work are going to have us wear a mask. Oh, okay. Listen, I was in a lot of places this week. And, I mean, you know, not just places of business that I go to. I'm talking, like, places like Costco's, Kroger's. No like, mask. places you normally go to. And I'm I'm not wearing a mask, you know, because I feel like, okay, I can. I can. I've, I've been vaccinated, and You've that's kind of what the, yeah. the rules are right now. And some of these people walking past me like like I was an alien. I'm like, you know, if I got to show them the card, I'll show them the card. But I'm like, then there were some other people that weren't wearing their masks too. And it's like, we were all kind of like, what's up? <laughs> you know, we we're giving it like, what's up, you know, across the aisles and stuff. But, you know, man, it's it's time to get back to some normal. You think it's maybe the shock and awe of seeing people's faces again? I we've think, been covered up know, for a year and a half, man. So that's, Hollywood, that's, that's a good point because we've been kind of masked up. We've been Philly, wearing. You know, I've been wearing my fucking hajib, man. I, I am so tired of wearing that fucking thing, and I get it, man. Like, there's certain places, like, uh, I went to, like, uh, I think it was, like, TJ Maxx with my wife yesterday, and I, I still think they're kind of making the mask thing still, you know, they, they you still, it says right on the door, must wear a mask. I'm like, man, pull this raggedy-ass thing out of my pocket one more know, time. It's just, it's, you know, it's, it's just draining, like, dude. but, dude, it's like walking around. It was liberating not to have that thing. And it's like walking around in my backyard at night with no underwear on. You know how, yeah, you know how that yeah. feels? Hell, yeah. Felt, the man is nude. <laughs> I, I, I just, like, I'm done with it, man. We got to move forward. You know, what's going to happen? What, in three months, you're going to hear another Wu-Chang Clan fucking shits coming over here again? Yeah, and they're saying you may have to get a boost. I don't know. It's just, you're going to have crazy. to get a boost, bros. But I'm just saying, I'm done with this stuff, man. Yeah. No, like, I we feel all just you. need to just chill out. It's time, man. It's time. Would you like to smoke a little weed? <laughs> Why not? Do you, boo? I mean, what are the numbers like? We hearing anything on the numbers? B, you got any numbers on that? Tell me the numbers. Fuck you think I am, Fauci? <laughs> I don't know. I ain't got no numbers on it. Tell me how you're going to flatten the cave. <laughs> Flatten this. <laughs> All I know, if they were fucking over here in New York, they motherfuckers ain't wearing no fucking mask over here. You're going to go talk to Vito, Tony, fucking Stash. It's not going to happen, okay? You're going to fucking talk to me like a man. Yeah, we're going to fucking get calm. I'm going to fucking put Fauci in the trunk and take you him up north. You bring this little stupid motherfucker over here that doesn't got them fucking glasses on and look like a goddamn Coke bottle. I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to fucking go down. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, fucking Tony, it ain't going on my fucking time over here. I'm done with this bullshit, this Fauci and this fucking Joe Biden guy. What the fuck? Fucking Bill Gates is fucking rich. Oh, Nikki, go fucking whack him. Yeah. Go take care of him. I don't know, north. man. So what about summertime? Let's talk about it really quick because we're going to wrap things up here. Any big plans for the summer just kicked off. We got past our memorial. We're in a week already until we'll the see summer. see what happens come July. Yeah, and I, if shit's good, it's home. I might yeah. uh, actually might take another trip to Vegas. We'll see how things. Are you work serious? Out. I actually bought. Um, I got a good deal on a room for four days for ninety nine dollars. For four days, is four that days. is that a timeshare? You have to sit no. in front of somebody. No, no? I, any MGM casino. So I might do that, and then we got the family trip. You know what I mean? Later this year. So other than that, I'm just gonna coach and enjoy my house. And yeah, when are chill, you thinking man. about going? I don't know. I, I got a, I got two weeks off. One in July, one in August, so I got to kind of Why don't it you out. meet us in uh, Vegas when I go there in August? I'm only going to be there for a day, but we're, uh, you know, August the uh, 4th. 
Yeah, we'll see what we can do. You know, you what know mean? Yeah. we can go yeah, over to the fucking Venetian. Yeah. We can go to Bellagio. Go to sit and watch. Tangerines. We can watch the shows. You know, I, I know people that know <laughs> go people. Go to the fucking cat house. Yeah. We know people that know people over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the guys, they don't like what you're doing now. Did Come anybody on. see fucking Carmen? <laughs> I'm getting a lot of pressure here. I, mean, I think it'd be great, man. I mean, Vegas is a ball. You ever been there, Hollywood? Mm-mm. <laughs> We just got to plan it one day. How many people can How many people can go with you? Get free air too, or no? No, no, I wish. No. Yeah, and that shit's going. Vegas up too. is cheap to fly out there right now. Yeah, it's not bad. What was it like a four and a half hour flight too? Eh, it's quite a distance, but uh, you're there. I mean, it's the time change though. You go there, yeah. it's a three hour loop yeah. difference. By the time you get there, you're still geeked, man. You're flying yeah. back. You're like, oh man, it's yeah. freaking three hour difference. Always take a day off before. When well, you like come going back. to Florida, I wasn't jet lag but i went to vegas i was i kind of yeah. felt like uh you know because the, the time difference and all that i want to get back to traveling I, I miss it a lot i really do there was a time when i wanted to go with pat caputo on a trip and uh we we're talking about the tigers and we could talk about them on the next break well, there's one time <laughs> i want to go back to kazakhstan and get we're, my brazilian almost, asshole waxed i mean that, that pat caputo kind of flows in with the John Madden. It's yes. only got to take it up. <laughs> yes. This Borat guy, he was a great pick from Alabama, but he uh, he didn't make it in the NFL. I like this guy, Pat Caputz. <laughs> I like his putz. <laughs> this guy's a putz. Yes. Because of the putz. <laughs> I don't know, man, but I, I want to start, uh, start traveling. No, she there. must be a tight like a man's <laughs> Anus. <laughs> uh, all right, well, I know. If you give me this job, can I put a camera in the lady toilet? <laughs> Let's wrap it up, Philly. Yeah. Do what you do best. Yeah, I know we're stretching it here, but. Um, I... Sexy time. <laughs> no, it's sexy time. I appreciate everybody listening. Episode 11. Just James, we love you. We'll love welcome you, welcome you Shout back. out to number 11, Just James. We'll talk soon. We got to get the whole remote thing going crazy. Uh, you know, yes, we, we know that uh, Just James is heading back to New York here yeah. relatively soon. So this is going to be kind of a little bit of a change for us, but it's yeah. going to be uh, something we have to perfect to make sure our listeners understand that it's almost like he's right here in the room. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely man. Yeah. He's a big part of the show. We need him here. So love you, man. Hit us at fives of the week podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to hit us on Facebook and on Instagram. Love you guys. Be good.